was perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
Yeah, and you you know what's funny? Um, that 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 goes back to to last week's show, Tammy, and you know trying to think for God and predict uh, his next move or uh, his next you know saying or, or, or thought or action. Um, we we. We, we we can't do it because we don't know what he has in store uh, for for the future, not even tomorrow. Right, exactly, exactly. So you know, like some people, I was thinking the same thing about you know, <clears throat> we, we we don't we think because it's May, um, and I know people that have packed their winter clothes up. And they've taken out their summers, you know, they go through that transition. And I do to an extent, but not to the degree where I pack it all. I leave, you know, I leave quite a bit out. But um, I know some people, they pack all their summer stuff up and put it up, you know, put it away. And then bring um, all the winter and then vice versa in the summer. Well, it's getting to the point, we we don't know. We don't know. I was looking at um, what was going on in, in Texas and I believe Alabama as well and parts of Mississippi where they, they're having just terrible weather as it relates to flooding and, and things like that and and how blessed, you know, we are, you know, here. I just thought about how if it seems to, to somehow we, we miss a lot. We get we get some bad weather, we, we do, but, I mean, there are things that just goes, goes on all around us. I, I don't know if you've seen Texas, but some of those places are just, I mean, you look at it and you just, you just I don't know, I cannot imagine. So mm-hmm. we, are, we are blessed. Um, so, Rodney, I don't quite know. I believe we kind of went pretty far in 12. At least we got to maybe 14 and maybe even read some of the, the ending of it. Did you do you remember where we stopped for twelve? I thought we stopped in the beginning. Where it talked Stop. about your reasonable service. <laughs> I think we read three through twelve and we said oh, that that yeah. was where we would pick up. We just read it. We didn't like get into it. That's right. You are so right. Now I remember. Now I remember we did. Yeah. So um, we're talking about the the spiritual gifts. Uh, well, my title for that is serve God with spiritual gifts. Um, you're right. I do remember just reading over it, but not really getting into it. So that's mm-hmm. where we will we will pick up. And um, so we just really covered for those of you who did not join us last week, and it was a lot covered. Although it was just what. Two, three verses. We've covered the first two verses. Um, we covered the first two, yep. Yeah, and there was a lot. So if you missed it, go back and listen to it, and then you know just continue to follow follow with us on that. But we'll pick up tonight with three, verse three, and and Rodney for for my subtitle there is serve God with spiritual gifts and and. I think we talked a little bit about it, but again, like you said, we didn't go into into depth. So, do you? Would you like to start out with three? And I'll take the second half, or absolutely. you want to take? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll read verse three, and then I'll uh, I'll say a few things, and then I'll pass it over to you. Um, <clears throat> Romans 
12 and 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, <laughs> and excuse me, because I still kind of got this cough, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as according according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So the biggest thing out of that, I think, Tammy, um, is, is the part that says not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. It is okay for other people to praise you, to, you know, put you on the pedestal, whatever the case may be. It It, it is okay for other people to think highly of you, as they should. If you are, you know, doing certain things, uh, if you are, um, you know, if, if you are handling your business as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a mother, um, as an employee, or, you know, you're doing great things in the community, or in the church, or in the world, it, it doesn't matter. It is okay for other people to think a lot of you. It is okay for them to, to think highly of you. It is okay for them to, you know, have you as, you know, a, a, a great person in their mind or somebody that they look up to or somebody that they respect. Um. But it's it's not wrong because it says not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. The tricky part is the more or more highly because it doesn't say it's wrong for you to um, think of yourself highly. It says more highly than he ought to think. So there there's a thin line there, I think, because you should be confident. You you know, it's better to be confident than have low self-esteem. However, there's a thin line between being confident and cocky, and you have to know where to draw the line. You have to be humble. And that's why there are scriptures about doing things in secret and being rewarded openly. Because... Again, that's not your place to 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 think of yourself more than what you actually are, and the danger of of going in that direction at, at all is if you don't know where to draw the line, you're going to cross over into conceit. And I'll give you a good example, and. I'm not going to turn this into a political thing, and this comment, you know, isn't meant to offend anybody because I know how people are, but our president is a good example of somebody who thinks of himself more than he ought to think. If you notice, anything that comes up, he turns it, if it's a good thing, he turns it on him, no matter what it is, it always comes back to him, him boosting himself up, him lifting himself up, up above everybody else. Well, they should be thankful. They should be grateful. And, 
they owe me and, you know, I'm the reason for this. That is somebody who thinks of themselves more highly than they ought to think. And as it also says in the Bible, after pride comes a great fall. So you have to be careful when you are thinking of yourself. It's okay to be proud of yourself. It's okay to be proud of yourself. But you don't want to go beyond humility. Because once you elevate yourself, God will have to bring you back down. There are plenty of people. Tamari and I were um, in the car the other day, and she was talking about Nipsey Hussle and his, his album and how good it was. But here's a man who most of us wouldn't know of him or wouldn't know of him to the extent that we do had he not passed away. Because he wasn't on TV. He wasn't, um, you know, at, the, at, at any awards. He wasn't all over social media. This was a man who was doing great things in his community <clears throat> that nobody was promoting, that he wasn't even seeking fame. And so I think we have to have that mindset as we go throughout our daily journey to be careful, to be confident, but at the same time, remain humble. Tammy? Ronnie, um, it goes back to, and I, I'm going to say this and I have a question for you. It goes back to Romans, the part where it talks about serving the, the uh, creature rather than the creator. And I, I, I believe, and right now I want to hear your thoughts on this, so I'm going to state it and then form it, and it's also a question as well, but I truly believe that one of the great downfalls for, for, for us as, as humans, as people, is the, the um, level of importance that we, we put on self. Like everything, much, much, I'll say rather than everything, much of our doings um, reflect back to some gratification for us. And I remember the the first time that um, I, I heard this came from Miss Earlene about even when people are grieving, like the loss of someone, that it's a selfish, if we're not careful, um, that it's about us. It's a it's a selfish kind of act because we're 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 saying that I don't have you know I don't have this person in my life. I, you're gone. I can't do this with you. I I I. Um, rather than thinking about the transition, and if we truly believe, you know, I hear people also say, you know, well they're in a better place and things like that. So even something like that. Just kind of step back and monitor your life and think about when you do things and why you do them. Because a lot of times, even with speaking about death, people will pass away that people have not spoken to, could be angry with them, um, but for some reason 
they're they will show up at that funeral and will pay to get there. People will not have spoken, and 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 granted, I'm I'm not saying that I don't uh, appreciate Mother's. I'm going to use Mother's Day because it just passed, but I heard from people that I don't even know who they are because their numbers are not in my phone. Like their names are not registered in my phone. Um. And the same thing with with other holidays. It could be the smallest holiday. And I think that every day, and not saying you have to speak to people every day, but if we've gone the whole year and, and, and nothing, and then people will get angry with you because you can't keep up with the thousands, and I'm exaggerating here, but you, so you're, if, if you're not careful, you'll spend your whole day thanking people for the Happy Mother's Day wish. And so um, because they'll get angry if you don't. You didn't get my, my message and things like that. And so even I've just started to notice it in my own life, you know, or ask myself, why am I doing this? Is it necessary? And why am I doing it? And sometimes, you guys, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't getting the right answer. It wasn't, I wasn't doing it from the heart. I was doing it because I thought I was it was expected of me. Same thing going back to I remember just just when working and it was it it became so easy for me to say, Oh, I didn't get that email. Well now I just say I got it, I just forgot. Something happened, I don't know. I just I just I got it though. And why do why do we say thing why why do we say things like that? Why do we why why would we choose to say I didn't get it because it does something it 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 makes us think something of ourselves. And so Rodney, my question, I'm putting it back to you. What are your thoughts on on the fact that we put ourselves so high in almost anything and everything until it's really kind of makes it difficult to serve our big God? Seek answer because seemingly everything is about us and anything that we're attached to. What are your thoughts? Tammy, I think um, as a whole, I think I think overall our society has been going through an identity crisis for mm-hmm. years, since the decades, maybe even centuries, I don't know, but I, I, I'm sure at least decades. We've been going through an identity crisis, and the scary part is we think that we are fine, and there is nothing, um, I won't say nothing, but it's a terrible thing to be a sick person and not even realize that you're sick. That's a terrible thing. Like a guy used to tell me, it's like a dying man on morphine, just suffering and comfort. And that's that's what I see a lot. It, it's an identity crisis because we, um, we, we are so thirsty for attention that we lose sight of everything and everyone else, including God. Because we need attention that bad. 
And that's why we see the social media posts and tweets that we see. It ain't because people are trying to share because, or it's not because people are genuinely concerned or, um, you know, it, it's not even about connecting. People are looking for likes, comments, shares, compassion, uh, pity parties, people, are, anything for attention. Like most people, um, like most of the, of, of the things that I see, and I can only speak from, for me and my experience, a lot of the things that I see, honestly, Tammy, I scroll I scroll past them because I'm like, you know what? I'm not entertaining that today. And really, that's my that's my comment every day. So I really should say I'm not entertaining that ever. Because to me, no matter what you're going through, and, and I'll use this for an example when it when it comes to death. Um. Like, I get people grieving. But at the same time, that's your time to, you know, if somebody if somebody posts, you know, one thing or, you know, on the anniversary or if they're just, you know, thinking, okay. But some people go way out their way to seek, um, words from other people. And sometimes it comes off to me as, you know, it's more so about them rather than um than the the deceased person. Um you know, the ones who like it's like, you know, I I, I truly get this. Like you can tell based on what they post that it is about the other person. Like those posts, like I, I can get with those. But the ones where it's like, wait a minute, is this about you or is this about your loved one? You know, it, it you know, I can't judge them because I don't I, I, I don't know what's going through people's hearts. But you know, sometimes I, I, I wonder what people's motives are for the things that, that they post. Even in even in death, or when it comes to birth, I think um, we were talking this weekend um, with Tamaria's family. We were talking this weekend, and you know, somebody. It was another life event. Um, it was a life event for 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 somebody, and people had already gone to social media with posts and pictures. And it was like, wait a minute. This was their time. This was their moment. Like, how dare you take that from them? You know, we see this a lot at weddings, funerals. You know, people are so quick to, ooh, I got to be the first one to say something. And it's like, wait a minute. Take a step back. Calm down. Remember, this ain't about you. 
And, you know, I said to them this weekend, I honestly get why people say no photography at at, at my wedding or don't pull out your phones and take pictures at my wedding because people have a tendency to make it about them. And I think earlier today, Tamari and I were having a conversation about something, and I was like, people have a tendency of, um, and this may change the conversation, I don't know, but people have a tendency, Tammy, to be jealous or show their jealousy in a very sneaky way. Like they'll they'll do something that's a jealous act, but they'll do it so slick that if you call them out on it, they'll turn it around and make you the bad guy. And I think it's important for us to remember that, yes, you take care of yourself first. You make sure that you're straight before you try to go and help somebody else. But at the same time, don't get to a point where you become selfish and you start thinking about yourself. You know, I get, um, even with our loved ones, I know that we all um, want to be here with our loved ones as long as possible. I get that. I know we all wish we could, you know, live a long time and, you know, all go at the same time because it'll make it that much easier. And I don't even want to imagine what parents go through, you know, when their kids leave before they do. Because that's got to be harder than, you know, kids dealing with their parents gone or their grandparents. But understand that in order for us to move on, in order for us to see the next life, in order for us to, to go to heaven, as we all talk about, you got to leave this earth at some point. And we got to understand that for us, we got to understand that for our relatives. And so when it comes to people moving on, um, you know, I I know that, you know, depending on how close you, we are to them, it's going to be tough. But at the same time, we can't get so wrapped up in our own selves, in our own feelings, that we'd rather people be here and suffer. And I think, you know, um, I think that, that that's a part of verse number three. People, <clears throat> I think, you know, we get to this point where, where we we really do think more of ourselves than we, than we should not think. And I wonder what God thinks about that. I wonder how God handles that. Tammy? Um, I'm thinking right to, uh, and I think you read this part too, uh, but to think soberly. I thought that was an interesting word. Uh, Rodney, does does yours use soberly as well? Yeah, it says soberly. Okay. I thought that was an interesting word. Um, Soberly says, in a serious, sensible, and solemn manner, 
with moderation or self-restraint um, is, a, is, a, is a second definition of it. Um, and then it gives an example. The citizen lives soberly and simply. And think about that, soberly and simply. Do we live simple lives? I mean, do we live, because, you guys, I think if we lived for our needs, for the things that we need, I think there would be less, much less um, women who are just beat down and tired. Because, and I'm, I'm going to go here, um, I've, me included, I've talked to several women this week, and including today and last night, like one, one, of my, one of my good friends just totally quit her job. Like, I'm just tired. And, and that's, she's, what are you going to do? I don't know, but I know I am tired. And we, we work, work, work for these things, things, things. And if you, how does this relate? Because possibly I'm not saying everybody that we we put ourselves on such this such a level of importance, which means we need these important things or things that the world sees as important important or that says you are you have reached a a level in life that is above simple. And I'm just going back to what soberly the definition: the citizen lives soberly and simply. So if we lived a simple life, I passed by a tree today, you guys, and I, I'm telling you, it's come to that point where I looked at that tree and I was like, I wish I could just go sit right up under that tree. And I don't even know what I want to do under the tree, but I wish I could just go sit right up under that tree <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> you know? And so... You just you get you just get to that point, and so like I said, think about your own life, and it doesn't mean that you're this bad person. It means that you are searching your life. You and that's what we should be doing. We should be trying to figure out. Um, the next part says, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. I think that's also an important. We don't tap into. We want everybody, I think, for the most part, we want people to be like us, do what we want, when we want, say what we want, how we want them to say it. And if they don't, then we're so easily offended or judgmental towards that person or that thing. And and, and I think that comes from putting yourself at, at a degree of importance that separates you from from others because if not then you would understand that like that movie the same kind of different as me we're all different but the same and all given a measure of faith and verse 4 for as we have members in one body but all the members do not have the same function. So that's saying right there. We're members of we're, we're members of one body. Use your own body. You got legs. You got ears. You got eyes. You got two hands. 
um, and so on. Just just like people. A measure each one. Jenny, I have a, a question measure. for you. Okay. What do you what do you think goes through the mind of people when you see or when it is obvious that they are not fulfilling their purpose? Like let's say thinking about the physical body mm-hmm. and relating that to the spiritual life. If somebody were supposed to be <clears throat> an arm, but they were acting as though they were the calf. Mm-hmm. What 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 goes through your mind when you see people out of position or out of their purpose? Um gosh. I can't I well I don't know if it really I just I think that's the way of the world today. I think very few people it's become so um obvious and Almost expected. Again, going back to because we we we've come, we've we've become we are conformed. We are addicted to this world, and there you can't be like you you cannot be and thrive in your purpose. I don't think people even think about purpose. So what goes through my mind is what I see. This level of dysfunction. Going back to Romans one, I see. Um, women who no longer have that um, that essence of a woman. I see men who don't have a desire to be head. It's just I see out of order. That it, maybe if that that's probably the best I can see a world that's completely out of order because the people in the world are out of order. I'm not that hand. I cannot help you wipe your tears because I'm walking over here doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. And in most cases, doing it because I'm looking for that attention. I'm trying to fulfill, we did the show, Rodney, that nagging hunger, that internal nagging hunger that no matter how far you go, how much you get, you still want more. And I think that goes back to what what you've been given you were you were created for a purpose so that means we're fighting against our own we're fighting against self we're fighting against purpose and not fulfilling it so that leaves that sense of numbness i've never seen so many t- today included i, I had an, a, a very old couple in the store and and I don't know how we got on this this subject, but I was I was checking them out, and the wife said something about young people. I think she said like these young people scare me today, you know, in this day and age. And I said all people have begun to begun to scare me now. I don't I don't I don't know if I see a difference anymore because I see just as many people of age 
seeking and needing that same attention as the young kids whose parents will bring them in there some every day because they have to have a toy. I mean, and so I tried to to figure out balance. Where, where do we find balance? Where do you, because some people say you thrive the attention or um, all of that because you didn't get it as, at, a, at an early age, didn't get what you were supposed to get. Some people have gotten it and they want more. So where where is balance? And I guess that's another thing I think often is, how do we get here? How do we get out of here? Or how and why? And I still say it goes back to Rodney. We've, we have become accustomed to serving the creature and not the creator. We've, we've, if we really think about it, we've totally taken God and God's kingdom and his word out of the equation, out of it. Because we're so busy seeking things of this world. And that's why people like me and other women that I've talked to, I'm just tired. I'm just, I am simply just finally tired. That tree looks so Maybe. good. Um, yeah. So it's just, it, it, where is it getting us? You know, where has it gotten us? Where has it gotten families? Um you know, and how much do we really, really need? Yeah, I'm sitting here looking around, myself included. I'm sitting here looking around, a room full of stuff. All the wall is about covered. How much do I really need? Really? How many pictures did I really need? And why? And there's nothing wrong with having a decent home. And then we'll swap them out. I won't, because I, I will say that now. I don't do much swapping out. I buy and I keep for a very, very long time. But we have people that will just buy more and buy more and buy more and get rid of things that have barely been touched. You know, clothes. I'm a thrift shopper. Mm -hmm. I'm a garage sale person. I have bought clothes with tags on it. I've gone to garage sales where there's, you might as well be in the mall, good stuff. And you wonder, what are they if they're giving this away, what's in the closet? If I'm paying five dollars for this, what's in the closet? So it's 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 so much, so much more. I mean, it's just so much more out of pursuing purpose. So much more, and being happy with whatever that measure of faith. For you, whatever whatever measure of faith that you were dealt, whatever member of the body that you are, because Rodney, sometimes we get caught up in we might know that we're that hand, and we want to be the feet. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at the feet like, well, why why was I not given that? You know, why was I, why I didn't get that? We want to be all of it. And how can we be? How can we, how can one person be all of that? How can? This is a measure of faith. So. Hey, Tammy. Uh-huh. I think sometimes people 
know that they're supposed to be the arm and they don't want to be anything else, but they don't want to be a good arm either. They don't they don't have any desire <clears throat> to go outside of their boundaries. Like they know, hey, I'm an arm. They don't want to be the feet, they don't want to be the head, they don't want to be the mouth, they don't want to be the ears, they don't want to be anything else. They want to be an arm, but they don't want to be a good arm, or they want to be the off arm. If a person is right-handed, they want to be the left arm or the left hand. Oh, wow. They want to do as little as possible. Because truth be told, if you're right-handed, most people use their right hand most of the time if they're right-handed. Or if the left hand is the dominant hand, they want to be the right hand. Because, one, if they're the left hand or or if they're supposed to be the, the hand and the person is left-handed, they, they would rather be the right hand because, one, they don't want to be the dominant hand. They don't want to do most of the work. And then, two, they don't want to be different. They don't want to be odd because... Most people are right-handed. So if you're left-handed, not only are you the dominant hand or the more popular hand or the more used hand, you're also different. Because when we see people left-handed, we're like, oh, they're left-handed. That's cool. Or, oh, I didn't know you were left-handed. They don't, they don't, they don't want that attention for being different. They don't want to stand out because they're different. So we want attention. We want people to recognize, hey, I'm here. Hey, I exist. But then there are limits we put on ourselves. There are boundaries. Especially if it requires work. It, oh, Rodney, so what do you think of uh-huh. uh, verse 6 says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them if prophecy, let us pro- let us prophecy in, pro- in, preparation, in proportion to our faith. Two things. Um, well, I think, go ahead, go ahead tell me. Tell me, yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you think. Well, I think, I think one um, verse six shows us the create the creativeness um, and the versatility of God because there's having been different gifts, having been gifts different, differing according to the grace. So we 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 have different gifts. Number one. Two, um, we also learned that even in the the, the parable about the, um, the 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 men with the talents, where one was given ten, one was given five, one was given one, 
our gifts differ in type and they differ in the amount. And then it says, to the grace <laughs> that is given to us, and we know that God's grace is sufficient. So having then gifts differing according to the grace, which is sufficient, that is given to us, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is, if your gift is prophecy, then prophesy according to the proportion. And the proportion means that mm-hmm. that that it, it's, it, it's a piece of it or there's an amount to it. There's a proportion. And if this were math, you know, a proportion would be a fraction that is equivalent to another fraction, if I'm remembering that correctly. So and Ronnie, it goes back to that word, a measure of faith. Uh, I think that was verse mm-hmm. God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. And then down here it, it says uh, proportion to our faith, prophecy in proportion to our faith. And think mm-hmm. about that measure. And sometimes we expect things of people, expect people too much of people. You know what I'm saying? And we, we may judge too quickly um, not thinking about the measure of faith that this person may have been given in this area or this particular mm-hmm. thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, the definition of proportion <coughs> is a part, share, or number considered in comparative relations to a whole. So when we talk about, it says, let us prophesy according to the the proportion of faith. So faith is the whole thing, and we are all given a part of it or a piece of it in order to um, work together as a whole because it says, we being, um, so we being many, are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another. But if you go back to the word one in verse 5, it says are one body of Christ. So a whole is always one. So we are one body in Christ. We are all one. But each one of us has been given a proportion of faith. So we each have a piece of the faith that is that makes up the one body in Christ, and we are supposed to be working together. Even though we're different members, we're supposed to be working together according to the piece or, or the part of faith that we've been given. <clears throat> and we know that each part of our body has a purpose. And some greater than the others, but they're still connected. 
For example, if you think about it, if you were to ask most people, you know, the important parts or the greater parts of the human body, they'll probably say the heart, right? They'll probably say the lungs. They'll probably say the brain. So let's say that's where greater measures have been given. There's more responsibility on those three parts of the body. It does not mean the knee is is less important. Doesn't mean that your shin is less important. Doesn't mean that your ears are less important. Because they all serve a purpose. And it's the same thing in the body of Christ. Regardless of the portion or the measure of faith that you've been given, you matter. You are important. You have a job to do. You have responsibility. And so it's important not to look at somebody else and think that just because it appears or seems like they may have been given more or greater than you that you are less than or that you don't matter. And that's why when people are working together as a team, one person is just as important as the next one. You know, you look at a football team. The New England Patriots just won the Super Bowl. And while all or most of the credit goes to Tom Brady, who is the quarterback, Tom Brady is not Tom Brady without the guys, without the five guys in front of him blocking. Tom Brady is not Tom Brady without the guys catching the ball. He's not the same guy if he can't turn around and hand it off to another guy and he takes off running. That team is nothing. If if they go out and score 40 points and then the defense turns around and lets the other, other team score 42 or if the offense does well, the defense does well, but then on special teams when there's a punt or a kickoff, they they turn the ball over and the other team picks up the ball and goes and, and score a touchdown. But Tom Brady being the quarterback, and the quarterback is usually the <clears throat> face of the team or the most popular on the team, will get most of the attention or the praise or the credit. But he can't do anything without the rest of the guys. And I think that we have to look at our spiritual walk in the same way. We have to look at our daily life in the same way. We have to look at our marriage, our home, our family, our job, doesn't matter where you find yourself. Doesn't matter what part of 
life you choose to examine. And I have a challenge or an assignment for everyone, including myself. Think about the roles that you are in currently in your life. And ask yourself, where would that operation be if you weren't there? Or if somebody wasn't in that spot doing what you're doing, where would that operation be? If if you're a wife or mom, where would your family be without you? If you're a dad or a husband, where would your family be without you? If you have a job, where would your company be without you? Where would your neighborhood be? Where would your church be? And think about it in this way. Going back to the very beginning of the show, don't think of yourself more than you ought to think. So don't immediately go to, well, it would fall apart. Because I know it's easy to to go to that. And maybe it would. Maybe, oh, Tamaria said Nothing will fall apart. Everything will keep going like it, I mean, like it only is. Go ahead. that we so think we want and need 
we would have it. So it's just she she's right. Like we don't. Why did we start the show out about the weather? You know, it's it's May fourteenth. May fourteenth. And and leaving out in the mornings require a, a a little jacket or something. People, are, it's 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 the seasons are out of of order, according to, you know, the world and and what they say we should we should have this weather at this time, and how how often are we shown that we don't know what we should have at this time because it's not always what we get, but if we could have it and we controlled it, we would have it. And so even putting yourself up, um, there was a quote on on Facebook I I saw where it talked about, you know, how much stress we have on these jobs and and these, you know, things like that, basically. And it says, you know, they'll have you replaced before your obituary is is completed. Somebody will be in there doing your job. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so... Not just putting us, you know, putting ourselves up on this high place, but our jobs, our, the things, people. Because when we do that, it's 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 not likely that we're gonna serve God, or we're gonna we're gonna understand our purpose and have passion for that purpose and surrender to that purpose. And unfortunately, a lot of us are finding 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 this out or coming to this place, me included, late in life. Like I, I sometimes sit, especially now, and, and I've, I've stopped trying to say, you know, I wish I had or I regret because there's nothing I can do about what I wish I had done differently. But what I can do is do something different today with what I have. And and understanding that even with that, even with that, I don't control the outcome of anything, of anything. Not even with putting myself, you know, up. Don't you, no control, none. And so I just I just wonder, you know, going back to your question, Rodney, too, about, you know, what 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 do I really think when I with what I see in the world today, not just in the life of others, in my own life. Like I have to ask myself, how did I get here? Why am I here? You know, why did I go so long with this, or why did I not go so long with this, and and figure out where I disconnected with God. Because it it comes back to a place where it it is about the world's disconnect from the things that kept the people that went through far more than we did ever will. Well, maybe I can't say that. But certainly they went through far more, had far less, so much less. But what they did have, a heart after God. They prayed. How else could people come through slavery and some of the things that that we only read about, hear about? They went through, and then we can't we can't get through life with a microwave, a car, uh, Burger King, and McDonald's across the street from each other, 
um, all of that. All of that. We have more people that have put themselves on this on this high horse, but we we have more suicide, a higher suicide rate, higher divorce rate, more people that are um, diagnosed with depression, more people on all kinds of pills, more uh, sickness than we've ever imagined, but yet we have all this, all this. We wake up to alarm clocks. We can fix a meal in the microwave or a pressure cooker in no time. There's no going out to get the food out of the, you know, from the dirt and and soaking beans and cooking them and eating with none of that. But but what shouldn't it be if we if we have all these all this stuff and all these all of us are on this in this high place? Shouldn't we have less complicated lives? Shouldn't we be more happy together? Because the only way you're happy together is if you're happy alone. So all these things must not be working. Over to you, Watney. I think you're, uh, Tamari made some good points there. <clears throat> and what's funny is that while you were talking, Tamari was either nodding her head or saying, she right. <laughs> That's what she just said uh, a couple seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Tammy, as, as we as we bring this to a close, with all that being said, what advice do you have for people? I, I let go, let go. That that that'll be my two words. Just let go. And and what what you let go of. Seek some understanding on on your measure of faith and your position in the body, the body of Christ. What if, what have what are your gifts? And and I, I've heard people say, Rodney, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? What would you do for free? What do you get up and go do, even if you're Drop tired. It, it some, somehow you're not tired. It gives you energy. Seek your soul. Seek your soul and let some stuff go that you've 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 taken up on your cross. So some of the things that I think is you know we we have on the cross, we've put, we've certainly put them there. And we continue to add to them. So Rodney would be let go, but find what that means for your life. Based on your measure of, of faith, that the measure of faith that you were given and your gifts. So that will be mine. Great question. Good stuff. Tell us about your event that's coming up, Tammy. I know uh, we're... Closing out here. What, June 15th. Uh, tell us about your event coming up. Um, so it's June 15th, 2 to 5. Uh, we're actually meeting up this Thursday um, to just kind of at the venue to kind of, you know, start the process. Uh, we've, again, we've 
So have more than enough vendors. Probably have a little bit too many, but thank God for that. Um, so we're going to, you know, have to rearrange seating and things like that. Um, ticket sales has been a little slow, but that's how people do. People, for the most part, they're just going to wait and make sure um, that they can attend. So it's, again, June 15th, 2 to 5, the um, uh, $15 for, you know, to, to be there. And we do have some, some great topics for discussion. And if nothing else, come so that you can be empowered because running, trying to do your own thing and most of the people who are trying to do their own business or have their own business or wanting to start one still have to keep a nine to five of some sort. Um, so over the past few months, I have been able to go to meetings and if that's what you would call it, but gatherings with people who own their own business or they're, you know, they're, they're doing something. And it's, it's empowering because you discuss, you have so many like things that you go through or that you're dealing with, and just sitting having a cup of coffee makes it seem better, like you're able to share ideas. So just come out and um, if nothing else, to connect, share what you do. Um, I'm hoping that this will generate, Rodney, maybe a monthly gathering to where we come together and we we support each other in, in the in the best way that we can, each other's services, what we do, and then empower each other by providing tips, um, what what has worked for you, what has not worked for you, why, what are you struggling with personally, um, professionally and all of that. So just trying to, to make it make it whole, so to speak. So if anybody's interested, want more information, you can reach out to me, 901-830-6088. Again, 901-830-6088. Or you can email hervision, again, hervision901, the number nine, the number zero, the number one, at gmail.com. Okay. Um, how's your thing coming? Um, how's... um? Uh, I can't think of the name of it. To- uh, I was about to say Total Life Changes. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Gator Consulting? Uh, huh? In Gator Consulting? Yes. <laughs> I could not. I was about to say Total Life Changes, and I could not. I could I like not. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I tell me, I'll, I'll tell you because I can't remember if we've talked about this on the air. I think we have, but I couldn't remember, and I was like, let me not say this on the air. <laughs> that, oh man, I'm losing it. Gator Consulting, Tammy. <laughs> Gator, Gator Consulting. How's, how's Gator Consulting coming? It's coming. I, I'll be honest with you, I have not. Did much um, of anything because I've been super drained, um, and I think it's for many reasons. But I've not did a lot. I'm really, I'm really just kind of staying prayer, prayerful about the city of Memphis uh, that we've been working on. So I'm still waiting to hear back from them uh, about the new startup date for the next group, 
And so I'm still just I'm just holding out my hope for that because that um that's something that I think will open open doors um and allow us to really get in and and work this thing and see it from beginning to end. Um in the lives of people who can truly benefit from it. Um, so y'all just remain, you know, in prayer with me on that, that, that I'll get that call and and they said, here are the dates, what do we need to do next? So really hoping for that. I don't want to, you know, just extend myself too much and then that comes along. So I'm I'm kind of just claiming that and waiting for it. Okay, good deal. Tammy, I'm doing something a little different um, this year. Um, for Father's Day, um, I wanted to get the guys together for Father's, for Father's Day because um, um, I feel like uh, some of my friends who are, are close in age, uh, we're, all, we're all dads, and, um, you know, I, I appreciate – them as as men and as fathers um and what they're doing um you know um, in their children's lives and um I think it's commendable um to see so many um young men um taking care of their children and you know being the best dads that they can be um and i'm and I'm grateful that you know these are guys that I deal with on a regular basis. And so um, I talked to Tamaria yesterday about, you know, just inviting the guys over for a uh, Father's Day brunch. And, um, and and she agreed and, you know, thought it was a good idea. In fact, she even offered to uh, prepare everything and, um, you know, we'll just heat it up when, when, when they get here. Um, but I'm going to do that uh, the weekend before Father's Day because I know, um, you know, uh, they might be with their families. So Saturday, June 8th, um going to have uh, some of my guy friends over, and uh, we're just going to celebrate these young men who are fathers and, and uh, have a good time and, you know, eat good and, Drink good and 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 be merry and talk trash and tell lies like men do. <laughs> but, uh, but 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 I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it'll be a good time, and um, um, I'm pretty sure the guys will, you know, have a good time as well. So. Um, that's about the only thing I have going on other than the, the preschool that I'm, uh, still working on, uh, with, um, a friend of mine, uh, we've surprisingly got a lot of responses back from our survey, which is, which is good, um, cause we'll be able to use the data and, um, you know, uh, help with, uh, what we're trying to accomplish. Tamara, were you about to say something? Oh, I thought Mary was about to say something. Oh, um, so just uh, keep us in your prayers. Um, I 
I think we're on the right track, and uh, I think it'll go well. I think we're going to do some, uh, I think we're going to do a parent info session and try to do some some pa- uh, some parental classes as well. Uh, so if we do, uh, the info session will be um, in person, but the classes will be online, so um, I'll definitely uh, be sharing that um, on uh, the show as that comes up. So okay. that's Good about all you. I have, Tammy. And that's all I have, too. Another good night in Romans. Um, we'll just keep going slowly through Chapter 12, you guys, as we progress on and hope that you guys will start to join us because you may be getting something different and or have more to share, and we'd love to hear it. Um, so that's about all that I have as well. Great well, idea. Thank you, guys. Bob- Say that again, Tammy. A great idea with the Father's Day, because um, we do have some. So I was just thinking about my 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 son Brandon. He really has just made me proud as as far as how he loves 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 his little girl, but also still finds a way to make sure that his wife doesn't lose um, sight of being a woman and. And needing her own time and space and and all that, so it's just it's good to see, and we need to hear more about it, and just because we we get the raw end of it. But there's a lot of great men out out there, you guys, that we need to support. So Father's Day is coming up. Um, find somebody to to support on that day who may not get it otherwise. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Um, this has been a, a another great show, I think. Um, and I think uh, we only went through a few more verses, Tammy, but again, um, a very productive show, a very productive conversation. Um, so if you joined us late, we hope that you'll go back and uh, listen to the archive show. Uh, We appreciate you guys' support. We hope that you have a blessed week and a great night, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.
But I know 